This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. A Gorilla Podcast Syndicate Production. Biggest thing we can do is just get stopped and run. Stopped and run, guys. Push, push, push every time. Extra, extra, extra session with Kiko Malikdera. Tackles everything about the world of sports, especially the one close to the host heart basketball. Updates, discussion, clarification, name it. Extra session has it. Extra, extra, extra session with Kiko Malikdera. Okay, so hello, good morning or good Monday uh, to everyone and welcome to another episode of Extra Session here in Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. I'm Kiko Malikdem and here with me are two good friends who share the same passion as I have for the game of basketball. Both of them are basketball coaches and they do follow the happenings in and out of the basketball world. Ladies and gentlemen, let's all welcome Coach Chris De La Cruz and Coach Mike Perez. Good Coach day, Mike. Good morning. <laughs> yeah, so good day, coaches. How are you doing? Especially, siempre pandemic ngayon, and then uh, the pandemic hasn't been resolved since March. Kamusta ang mga buhay ngayon? <laughs> so far with me, okay naman. Okay naman with us. No, very busy with our day job, of course. And uh, on the side, we're doing yung mga podcast natin. Uh, so that's what's keeping us busy. And the NBA playoffs, Jeff, definitely. <laughs> We're busy shaping the minds of our youth. And also, like Coach Mike, no, we have uh, a podcast on the side. Yes. So, sa mga hindi nakakalam, si Coach Mike is one of the hosts ng uh, popular uh, podcast, Coach's Podcast. It's Bounce Pass. So, you can watch them every Friday and follow them sa Facebook, uh, meron silang Facebook page, Bounce Pass. And then si Coach Chris naman, uh, kasama natin sa Girl of Podcast Syndicate and uh, they, he has his own podcast also, yung Sumasampalataya. Yan. So every Sunday or Monday? Sunday. 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 O saktong-sakto, di ba? Uh, ano eh? Sabat day. <laughs> di ba? Sabat day, and pa uh, and uh, bounce pass. So uh, so nadito ngayon si Coach Chris and Coach Mike to accompany me as we will discuss the following topics. So we have one the ongoing NBA playoffs and of course to the UST head coaching vacancy. So um, we'll start with the and of course pala later we will have a guest who will join us uh, for one of the topics that we will be discussing today. So we'll start with the NBA playoffs. So 
uh, Coach Mike, Coach Chris. So, what are your reactions on the ongoing bubble playoffs in the NBA? Um, may I feel personally, I think it's a. It, they're correct in their advertisement that it's a different take on the game, no? Um, well, one thing that that's really been taken out would be the factor of their six man, which would be your fans, no? And the, the stadium, no? Um, a lot of uh, players now are are rising up with the, to the occasion. Um, like we've seen, uh, like Tyler Hero of Miami Heat, you know, and other players as well. Really, just stepping up. In, in this bubble, probably taking that opportunity now, you know, and this is the time for us to to show and uh, and tell everyone that they were significant with our team, especially at this level of uh, the playoffs. Coach Chris, your point, uh, your point on the bubble. Ama si Coach Mike, in discovery of new talent. Talagang napakaganda ng pinapakita ng Tyler Hero. No, imagine. Uh, 20 years old lang na bata, no? Sabi ko, I feel oh, old 20. when I watch when I watch this kid, no? I feel really old, no? Tapos si Dante Robinson, sabi nila, uh, Eastern Conference version of the Splash Brothers. Right. So, maganda itong nangyayari na ito sa liga, no? Na wala yung Golden State, the usual, ano, di ba? Uh, play mm-hmm. of uh, suspects. Nakaka-discover mm-hmm. ng bagong talents. Then, we also see the brilliance of LeBron James, no? Uh, maraming haters, pero right. he's proving them wrong. Diba? 35 years old, you're 17. Pero yung hops niya talagang ano, diba? above the rim pa rin. No? So, yes. haters gonna hate, uh, but let's appreciate the, the talent. Okay. Yes, I agree. Uh, ako personally, I don't like LeBron James, pero I must admit he is the best player in the world right now, uh, mm-hmm. by far. No. So, uh, I, I, siguro, the point na siguro I don't like him, uh, siguro yung mga flop-flop style niya eh. Siguro mga ganun. Ay, madigitan mo lang, no? Pero basketball-wise, he's very, very good. I must admit. Uh, kaya, kaya siguro, tama yung sabi mo, Coach Chris, eh. Don't hate, just appreciate. Di ba? Kasi we might, we might never know na malay mo, two years na lang si Lebron sa kanyang right. basketball career. He's 35. So we must appreciate kasi once in a generation talent lang makita nang nagbubuhat ng team, di ba? So uh, Coach Mike said earlier that uh, it's a brand new game, especially they taken out the six man, which is the 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 pads, oh, the home court. Do you think the current playoffs will have the same result if it was held in a normal setting wherein the home and away system is implemented, Coach Mike? Uh, that to me, that's the, that's the big question. Actually, last night in our in our episode of Bounce Pass, we, we talked about it. No? Um, we turned these these players, the discovery players that we have now in the bubble, we turned them as ano, um, the bubble superstars because we're not so sure how do we, they would respond kung halimbawa, open na yung lights ng buong arena, ang daming mga fans, you know, cheering for you and against you. Of course, the pressure of having thousands of people, you know, either supporting you or going against you. I mean, kung ganun ba yung situation, would we have these players rising up in the same way that they've risen dito sa, sa bubble? That, that's a different take altogether. Parang ano to eh, ang dating ng, ng, ng bubble, it's like a glorified scrimmage eh, which just something big at stake. Parang ganun eh, di ba? Parang mag-practice lang kayo, mag-tune up game lang kayo dyan. Pero, you know, wala, wala yung nandyan yung sisigawang ka, they'll say 
cuss at you and you know sometimes to, to the point of getting spit at diba minsan matutula ka pa so I, you know it, it's going to be interesting whether come the regular season or yung regular yung normal na, na, na scenarios would be arenas and everything it would be very interesting to see how they would respond pag bumalik na tayo dun sa dating environment ng, ano, ng home and away how about your take on that, uh, Coach Chris? Uh, do you think that, that it will ha- we will have the same results? Akin yung travel factor. Um, mm. Kasi well-rested talaga sila eh. Diba? Pagkatapos yep. nga, nakakayap lang sila sa hotel room nila, diba? Mm-hmm. So talagang pahiyang-pahiya sila ngayon. Hindi sila na-pressure na pagkatapos ng laro, they're going to pack their bags, they'll travel na uli sila. So... Isang factor yun na sa tingin ko malaki ha, yung, yung fatigue factor because of traveling. Uh-huh. So, kaya ngayon nakadiscover nga tayo, siguro well-rested lang talaga sila. No? Pero yun, uh-huh. uh, ano na rin yan eh, di ba? Uh, mental toughness din niya maglaro sa ano, empty ano, arena. Ibang-ibang uh-huh. ano din yan, ibang face din yan ng, ano, ng, uh-huh. ng mental toughness. So, uh, the game is really changed because of this. Yeah. Tsaka ano, coach, no, parang though the environment is very safe, no, from, you know, the food that they eat and, you know, very, yung, the, the proximity of the, the, the places where they stay are very malapit. But still, you, you can't uh, take away the fact na, you know, the, the, the pressure and the stress of being away from family. I think that's one thing naman, no, na, ano, na masasabi natin. Tsaka yung distractions, Kiko, mm-hmm. no? yung mm-hmm. ibang distractions yung meron dito eh. Kung sabi ni Coach Mike, yung distractions sa uh, normal setup, yung uh, lights, di ba? Yung big stage. Ito, iba ang ano. Iba ang distraction dito. Ang distraction dito, yung mga pumupuntang mga babaeng kumukuha ng ano, test resort, di ba? May nasuspend pa ng player, di ba? Dahil mm-hmm. doon. So, kaya mas ngayon, pinayagan na rin yung mga families nila. Mm-hmm. So, tingnan natin yung mangyayari kung magiging ano ba siya, a positive or negative effect mm-hmm. sa mga players. Ka- kala kasi siguro nung nagpapasok ng ano ng ibang tao sa room, bahay eh, no? Oo, yeah. kala bahay. Right. <laughs> Speaking of pasok, ano, Kiko, uh, your, your, your other guest is already here. Yes, so we'll cut our conversation uh, with about the NBA playoffs as we will have a guest right now. Uh, who's in the waiting room. And uh, he is actually one of the applicants for the, not, not for this uh, program, okay? <laughs> one of the applicants <laughs> for the USD coaching uh, vacancy, okay? So we'll just admit him. Okay. Yan, makikita natin ngayon. Coach there already? Yes. Yes. Good day. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, our guest for today, as we were talking about the NBA discussion bubble earlier, uh, we'll, we'll stop that. And uh, we have here our guest for today. He's one is he's a multi, multi-titled coach, a veteran coach, international basketball. And, of course, uh, he's one of the applicants for the vacancy of the USD basketball men's head coaching job. So we have on the 
in, on, in the United States right now. So ladies and gentlemen, we have Coach Chris DeLeo. Coach Chris, good day. Hello, I'm wearing my Celtics shirt because I think they're going to win today. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you, don't, you don't think so? No, no, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I'm on yeah. the same team. I'm on the same team. <laughs> okay, so I thought I'd wear my Celtics gear. <laughs> That's good. Coach Chris, I have here uh, my friends, Coach Mike and Coach Chris also. Uh, and they will be joining me in, you know, uh, discussing about your basketball career and, of course, your 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 uh, ap application as the UST head coaching, uh, head coach, I'm sorry, So uh, we do have some like like six questions. Maybe you could help us. You know, uh, for basketball fanatics actually uh, who have followed the sport, of course they know they know you, uh, Coach Chris. But for the benefit of those, you know, uh, you, you know who, who has just heard your name, Coach Chris DeLeo, could you give us a coaching background about? I mean, how did you go? Uh, how did you enter the coaching uh, coaching world? In basketball well you know years ago I don't want to age myself but years <laughs> ago you know I got uh, I got started in, in basketball and I started out as a volunteer at a, at a junior college and yes. uh, I felt that it was easier to get a job in basketball if uh, they didn't have to pay you so I started <laughs> out as a volunteer and actually that's that's really where I cut my teeth Uh, in the in the junior college world, and uh, we went to the national tournament in that, and then from there I did the, after a couple years of that, and I was working odd jobs because my family was just getting started. I went to the CBA, which for those who are basketball historians, you know that was the G League before the G League, mm -hmm. uh, and I did the same thing. My first year there, I volunteered, you know, and I worked my way up the ladder to head coach. Then I went to college. Uh, in the NAIA, and uh, I was head coach in college for three years, which we went to the Final Four. Then I went back to the CBA, and then, you know, and then I've been overseas in Thailand for the past three. So, you know, I've, I've done a wide variety of things, from junior college to four-year college to pro to overseas to national team. So, you know, the resume's been pretty solid that way. But that's kind of how I got my start. I see. So, coach, what type of coach are you? Are you this this strict type? Are you this patient one? Are you this uh, lenient type? What type of coach are you? You know what? Uh, I, I wouldn't say I'm a strict type. I, I firmly believe in putting players in a position for success. So, although I have my coach's philosophies, you know, I like to run, press, and trap. I like to, you know, I'm a sideline, baseline, you know, defensively. I, you know, my offensive transitions, you know, is something that I focus a lot on. But also I, I understand that if the players that you have can't necessarily do those things, you're going to work on those weaknesses. But also I think you got to play to your strengths. So you have to be able to, I feel, be able to adjust and mold to what the group that you have in order to achieve a level of success. And I, I believe that, you know, coaches, they're judged on wins and losses and championships won, you know. Uh, and so that's something I've always taken to heart. I've always, you know, tried to win every single game, tried to win every single championship because that's 
how you're judged, I feel, and that's how you feed your family. But if you don't have your players that buy into your system or or can't do the things that you like, you have to adjust. You got to bend, or if you don't bend, you'll break. So that, that's that's the way I feel. Coach Mike. Well, yeah, I think I I, I agree to what Coach has mentioned about you know him being a, a push guy on the baseline and the sideline from the defensive standpoint. I like that Coach Chris uh, has this philosophy about, you know, why do we let them play the, the backcourt freely? Why don't we just pressure them from the back and have them, you know, very little time to, to set it up in the front court? Um, my, my question, Coach, is that... Um, Having this very aggressive approach towards uh, defense um, and, and your philosophies, I've seen some of your, your work. Um, how much time do you put into conditioning? And are there special like uh, trainings that you, you put in uh, in order to prepare them for these uh, games? Well, you know, to be honest with you, I don't, you know, a lot of coaches scrimmage a lot. I, mm -hmm. I don't scrimmage. Uh, I don't. But I do go full court and half court, but I do believe in – I go five versus three with three being defensively. So we, right. we rotate. We're picking up full. We're communicating. I do five versus four in transition. You know, I, I got a lot of that from Bobby Huggins in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. I spent a summer. Mm -hmm. I slept on the floor of the locker room just so I can learn from Bobby Huggins. Yeah, because he's know, a pressing coach. What's that? He's a pressing coach. Oh, yes. And that's yeah. why I, I firmly believe I'm picking up full – you know, we, we, when I was in Thailand, my, right before COVID hit, we played Korea. Mm -hmm. And Korea was ranked 30th in the world. Right. We were ranked 105th. But what we did defensively, I think, really set them off. We changed our defenses a lot, where sometimes we're picking up full. Sometimes we're in a 2-2-1 in a press. Sometimes we're in a diamond press. Sometimes we're straight man. Sometimes we fell back into a zone. And I think they really couldn't get into a rhythm offensively. And I think that really helped us. We lost by seven. We had a shot, a good mid-range shot to, that fell out at the buzzer, which would have caused a five. But that was that was really a big game for us. But looking back on that film, I, I firmly believe that you have to change your defenses, or else offenses get into a they get into a rhythm. You know, if you play zone the whole time, towards the end of the game, they know you're in a zone. They know how to attack that zone. You're going to give up buckets at the end. So I believe and not letting offenses do what they want to do and changing your defenses up. I, I believe that. But a majority of my practice is we're working on our offensive game, mm -hmm. but also a lot of it is five versus four, five versus three, just for rotations and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. to be honest. Coach Chris King. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by clicking on the subscribe button now. This podcast is possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Oh, yes. Good morning. Uh, let's uh, talk about your uh, application at uh, UST. Okay. Uh, you're you're going to coach student athletes. And uh, aside from the X's and O's, uh, what's the biggest value that you teach uh, student athletes when you coach uh, players like them? Well, you know, this is not, this won't be my first time, you know, coaching in college. I coached in college before. I coached here in the United States on the junior college level, and I've coached on the four-year college level. So it's not like I've just been nothing but a pro coach or an international coach. So I know the value of, A, recruiting the right player 
and not only for the basketball system, but also for the person, you know, as a, as a player that that is so important. And I do have the same thing in the pro ranks when I have to bring over an import life is too short to deal with a jerky guy or a real egotistical guy or somebody that won't buy into your system. It's the same way with a student athlete. Somebody that's not going to mesh with the other people on the court. Somebody who's irresponsible and not take care of his classwork. Somebody's not going to do the extra work. It's not worth it to bring in that player. Uh, so when I go and recruit my athletes, whether it's on the pro level or on the college level or junior college level, those are things that I would either, I always ask either the agent if it's on the pro level or on the, uh, their coach or people that, you know, that know that person. Is he a good guy? Mm-hmm. Is he responsible? Does he work hard both on and off the court? You know, do I have to babysit this player or is he mature enough to be able to handle the things that are, that are, that are presented before him? And those things are important. I, I don't believe that you have to make a deal, you know, with a kid or a player just to get wins. You know, my resume speaks for itself, and and I've shied away. I've learned over the years. It's just some guys, yeah, they're going to do it and more power to those coaches. Me, uh, it's not life is too short to deal with that sort of thing. So uh, I like a well-rounded – I would like a well-rounded player and a well-rounded person. I like a person that's going to represent well on and off the court. I like a person that I want to be around that's going to work hard. I like a person that is is adjusted and mature on what's going on, and those are those are ways I look on every level. So I, I hopefully that answers your question of what you what you want. It's just it's it's just a question of doing your due diligence of knowing the people that you see how they perform on the court, but also who's recommending this person to me. You know, after 25 years of basketball, I can pick up a phone or somebody's going to pick up the phone and call me. Look at this kid. Look at that kid. This kid can do this. This kid can do that. This kid's a problem. And I trust those people and I trust those players to give me that. So that that gives me kind of a leg up on a lot of people, I think, because of so many years that I've been at it mm-hmm. in the context so, that I have. <laughs> Coach Chris, uh, what attracted you to the – you know, to the coaching vacancy in USD. Uh, oh, how how were you able to you know, know about this and, you know, what attracted you to apply for it? Well, I follow, you know, back in the CBA days, you know, when I worked coach for Rockford back in the Continental, you know, the players that I, they played for me in the season and then a lot of those players would go play in the Philippines. Ronnie Fields, Chris King, you mm-hmm. know, uh, they would go play in the Philippines. So that's when that was 15, 10, 12 years ago. So that's when I started to follow Filipino basketball. So it's, I wasn't now that was on the pro level. When I got to Thailand, certainly I followed the ABL and coach Jimmy, you know, mm-hmm. I had, I had Jason Brinkman. I, you know, all those, you know, Xavier Alexander, who was an ABL player, but didn't play for Olive. So then I started to follow that as the internet got stronger you know, you start to follow websites, you know, of, of certain places around the world, certain things you want to get interested in. And certainly all the websites, it fascinated me, all the websites that were devoted to Filipino basketball on all levels. That shows you what a passion that they had. Uh, the fans have, 
And then in turn, when I went there for the Sea Games and played in Manila, I mean, why why wouldn't you want to go and coach there because of because of the the passion that the the fans have and the players played so hard and people understood basketball and they and they they cherished and recognized winning and honored winning and integrity of of winning and winning games and winning championships. So that's what that's what has drawn me uh, to the Philippines and Philippines basketball over the years. For the UST, of course you're going to see it. You know, it's on every website. You know, what had happened, the players that were coming or going, the negativity involved with that. And, you know, I think back one of my greatest things that rewarding that I had when I coached at the NAI at Barrett College, they never had a winning season. So I had to build that program. We went 9-24 and my first year, 24-9 and my second year, and 33-6 and in the final four my last year. Mm-hmm. So for me, I always felt that was a great accomplishment and something I took great pride in. And graduating my kids, by the way. It wasn't a question like kids weren't graduating. We brought in a bunch of uh, kids they went and played with. So, and some of those kids I still talk to to this day. So that was, I think, winning the silver for Thailand in the Philippines is something uh, for the men and women. I wanted for the women too. Great accomplishments. Barrett College going to the Final Four was something I'll always treasure as well. Those are kind of my biggest things. So that's what I saw the UST, and I wanted to I wanted to put my hand in the ring because I really enjoyed what I had, what I did at Barrett College and building that program back, and then going to the Final Four for really from starting from scratch. Coach Mike, you have a question for Coach Chris Delea. Yeah, well, Coach Chris, I understand that you're, you've got the fifth highest uh, winning percentage in the CBA, uh, being next to George Carl, Phil Jackson, uh, Muscleman, and uh, uh, Dave Yoger. Uh, these are yeah. very impressive people that you have on that list with you. And you, t- you mentioning about winning being one of the key like indicators of how you'd, you'd go far in terms of coaching. And I understand also that you, you try and empower your players. And a lot of your players, from, based from what I've read, really love you. Um, one of your players from uh, Thailand, your point guard, uh, Kiao um, Letkao Kola, I think, I, hopefully I got his name right. He says that you always get them ready and, but in, in practices, but you let them play come, come play day. Now, this really just goes to show the, the kind of uh, culture that you try to bring in in, in, in in each of your basketball teams. And uh, with UST being one of the uh, winning cultures as well in college basketball, what's that unique offer that you have for, for UST? And uh, do you have any plans of uh, getting into the Gila's pool as well to be part or at least be uh, an assistant or maybe in the, uh, in the future a head coach of, of Gila's Pilipinas? I would, I would uh, you know, I would love a position like that, but really, I I I'd love to go be in the coach in the Philippines because of the things I talked about with before. Mm-hmm. Uh, some players, I always say, the players that are softies, they don't like me too much. But mm-hmm. the players that play hard <laughs> and and understand and buy into it, yeah, we get along really well. But softies, not so much because mm-hmm. you can't be friend. You know, there has to be a line, and some coaches. They don't understand that. They want to all be friends and everything else. Yeah, you can all be friends, but this is a business. Mm-hmm. 
You know, it's wins and losses. Right. And nobody hires a losing coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And nobody gives raises to losing players. Right. So, and people don't want to go to losing programs. So you want to establish yourself as a winner. You want to, you want to be known as a winner and you want to have a legacy of winning, you know, right. and, and that has a value that has a value because players want to go to winning programs. Students want to go to winning teams and nobody really wants to go to a loser. So uh, uh, you have to work hard. It's easy if you just want to be here, mm-hmm. but you have to really work hard and do extra, which I got no problem doing because it's my love to mm-hmm. get to here. And that's, and that's something that I, I, I really enjoy. I try to put, like I said before, I try to put my players in a position where they're going to succeed. These right. coaches that tell you, oh, I can do this. I drop this. I can do that. No, it's, it's player driven. It's, it's not ego driven. It's player driven. If you don't have good players, you're not going to win, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the ego of these coaches sometimes, I don't want to speak too much out of turn, but I think that it's all about them, that that's no way. No way. You got to have good players mm-hmm. and you got to, you got to surround yourself with good people, a lot of positive energy, a lot of good things. Yeah. We're going to be hard. We're going to, we're going to have to work, but with that becomes rewards. And I believe mm-hmm. hard work works. I believe mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So coach Chris, uh, you know, yes. the person on your left, well, based on my screen, coach Chris King is, you know, is working in USC also right now as a, as a, teacher so he, you know he's trying to absorb everything that you're you know you're saying about you know so about some of my the, students will be his players yes. if, if yeah. ever that will be hired <laughs> right. well, I, I hope I'm not too long-winded in my answers but I just <laughs> I just it's just a passion for me right. you know I, I love talking basketball and I love to share time with people who who share the same passion mm-hmm. and enjoy the game of basketball as much as I do and I get excited mm-hmm. you know with that so I apologize if I'm too if I'm too long-winded <laughs> no that's okay coach we love that <laughs> coach Chris King you have a question for coach Chris coach Chris uh, what's that one thing that sets you apart from other coaching applicants for the USD position well, I, I can't really comment on the coaches, other coaches' strengths or weaknesses because I only take care of myself and what I produce on the court. But to be honest, what I feel sets me apart without even looking at anybody else is a, is a resume of 25 years of excellence. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the one thing. Uh, that there's not a lot of coaches that have that. And I don't want to be an egotistical guy, but I pride myself in, in having a good solid resume on all levels. Even Thailand women's national team, we won the silver. Yeah. So I think that's important. The second thing is, is I have connections here in the United States uh, for not only for our import, but also for Filipino Americans, which some people don't have. I cross over lines, you know, uh, I cross over borders. Uh, my reputation for that is, is known 
you know, globally, I guess. I mean, I don't want to sound like, you know, too much, but people know what people know me and what I, what, what I'm looking for and what I can do. So I think those things I think are good for me. If somebody's looking at me for that position for UST, they say this guy's known throughout the world. He has connections in the United States for imports as well as Filipino Americans. He can recruit on the college level. He's done it. He's built programs. He's done it. He is, he has 25 years of winning basketball. Uh, all those, all those are, I, I would think pretty good. If I was looking for a position or for somebody, I think those are pretty solid. No scandals, no problems. Uh, all respectful, always hired back for multiple years by my owners. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never, you know, really been one and out always. So I respect the game. And uh, that's, I think those are all positive things. Coach Chris, um, so basically you handle the Thailand uh, national women's and men's national team. So basically that included, you know, scouting the opponents, including the Philippine national team. Uh, what is your take or how do you find the Philippine basketball in general? Well, you know, I, I'll talk about the men's team because that's the one most recently, you know. Yes. My goal, my goal was to uh, play them for the gold. And that was really the first time in six years that Thailand has won the silver. But when I looked and I watched them, you know, they're so strong. And so, especially playing on their home court, you know, so passionate about the game. I I knew we were in, we were in for really some work. Uh, I mean, Chris and Stan Harger, so strong. Uh, You know, Pringle played so well. They were so deep. Uh, A lot of respect went, went to that. You know, so I knew it was going to be a tough order. So really my goals going into that was just to get to there to play them, you know, and uh, and th- that goal was accomplished. I see. Uh, you have any other questions, Coach Mike and Co- Coach Chris King? Well, as for me, I'm just pretty interested on uh, what uh, Coach Chris's take on uh, Philippine basketball is. I mean, he, he's been against uh, our Filipino players in the ABL. You've been against our national team in the 2019 SEA Games. And uh, I know you do, uh, you, you're, you're kind of familiar with the different coaches that we have here. Uh, talk to us about what, what are some of the skill sets or some of the things that you like about our Philippine basketball players and what are some of the things that you've, you've noticed so far knowing the, the coaching landscape in the country? You know, I know uh, just from reading articles, you know, I, I, I know that there's a question concerning philosophies and different philosophies uh, for going on to the World Cup and things of that, you know, different things. And I know there's been some questions raised about, you know, isolation plays or style of play and what different coaches bring, you know, and I've always been a guy. I, I, I don't talk bad about other coaches. I only worry about myself. And I know, I feel that with my defensive philosophies, if we do them correctly, we can hang with any club and it doesn't matter who I'm coaching that if we do those things, and I learned those from George Carl mm-hmm. back in the, in the summer league, 
when George was with Seattle and with Milwaukee, I spent a lot of time there, drove out there, spent time, and uh, I absorbed all that stuff from George concerning inverted defenses, sideline, baseline defenses, where to pack in the, in the, in the inverted eye defenses. So I know that we can play with anybody with that. So, uh, and then offense for me is a transitional game, but I don't, I don't like to see, I don't, I don't normally talk. I don't talk about other coaches except mm-hmm. what I respect and what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I just have to take care of myself and my club. I mean, I don't want to punt on the question, but I feel that whichever situation I'm in, give me some time, give me some players which to work with. We're going to be able to play with anybody. And, and, and my history has shown that. Would you have any special player coach in the, in the Philippines that really caught your eye when you, when you saw them play? Oh, yes, of course. Fajardo by, by far. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic player. The way mm-hmm. he sealed in the post, the way he rim ran, you know, the way he sheared the ball out of the double. Uh, you know, I told him after the game, you know, when we shook hands after the game, I said, it's going to be an honor of me to show my young players clips of how you played in this game because it really was fantastic. You know, the way he sealed, the way, you know, like I said, where we doubled, when we doubled, understanding, you know, where that double was coming from. Just really a, a fantastic player. And, and just from the brief time that I met him, a, a mm-hmm. decent guy, you know, a good mm-hmm. guy. But him by far was so impressive. You know, mm-hmm. Pringle was everywhere, and, and I understand all that. But but really for me, and Chris is that hard, you know, Chris is, he's just, he really is a bulldozer. You know, he's just going <laughs> to outwork people, right. you know. Right. But really, Fajardo was just, so, his basketball IQ was so high, and he's so well, you know, uh, uh, taught. The way he played they, that game was just fantastic. So he, he immediately stands out. Absolutely. Well, no wonder he's the six-time PBA MVP, a pro league here. So oh, <laughs> that already I mean, gives a account for that. Head and right. shoulders. Head and shoulders. <laughs> and mm. I know, you know, uh, he could do what he wants when he wanted. And it wasn't that he was like overly strong, like Shaquille O'Neal can do what he wanted. Would overpower uh, them, right. Because he's just so big and strong. That was the case. He just was, his IQ is so good mm-hmm. and, he, and his fundamentals are so solid. And you can tell that he really took the time or was taught properly and he worked at it and worked at it and worked at it. And like I said, we did film session, you know, I, I cut up film now and I send it to players. I said, look at this rim run, look at this seal. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. this is something for you to really look at, you know, and this is, this is what you want to achieve yourself, you know, work on these things, you know? So yeah, Fajardo by far. Mm-hmm. By far. So coach Chris, Uh, um, if ever, for example, you have any message to the Philippine basketball fans, and of course, uh, for example, you're in front of the entire USD uh, community. Uh, what is your message? Me, my message to the, to the people is to that the people. Here, here, here is a here is a person from the United States that is truly appreciative of the passion that the fans have and the people have for Filipino basketball that, and that, and that really, and I say it a lot and I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but that really sticks home to me. You know, 
you have people, you know, that can say are fans and this that, but they are rabid fans. <laughs> and 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 I truly appreciate that they honor winners, you know, and it's 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 a it's a pride in their country for basketball. And that and that's something that and that for me being on the outside looking in, that has always affected me. And the, and 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 I and I'm in awe and admire that so much that the people there take basketball like it's their it's their baby it's their thing and and I think that's fantastic I'm in awe of that I'm in awe of that. Okay, Coach Chris, thank you so much for your time. I know it's a late evening in your area. Uh, thank you for giving us an opportunity to talk to you. You know, uh, among the applicants in the, you know, in the UST vacancy, it's only you who, I mean, the the Philippine, most of the Filipino basketball fans are not, you know, really familiar because uh, except for those who follow international basketball, uh, because most of the applicants, you know, are, are alumni or, you know, oh. have played in the PBA. Now, this is a great opportunity, you know, for basketball fans to get to know who is Coach Chris DeLeo. Well, and to be honest with you, you know, I work here in the United States with Tacumbo Basketball. You know, mm -hmm. uh, and they place a lot of Filipino Americans over, right. you know, so, and I've been doing a lot of evaluation with them, mm -hmm. you know, weekly on their players to go sit over. So this, it's not like all this is new to me. It's not because I've been involved indirectly for quite some time, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Tacumbo is a perfect example of that. Uh, and working with, you know, playing there in the sea games and, mm -hmm. Uh, working with, you know, Jason Brinkman and, and you know, and and uh, Ethan Albano, or there's another player that comes to mind that I had who's a Filipino that played it for Olive. So all that stuff is, it's, I may be a new face to people who don't always know, but uh, Filipino basketball is nothing new to me, nothing new at all. So um, that's it. But I appreciate I appreciate it. Like I said, I just love to sit here and talk basketball. I can do this, and I'm sorry if I'm long winded. I just get excited, and uh, I, I appreciate it. So thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much, Coach Chris. Uh, hope you know. Hopefully, we're crossing our fingers that uh, we'll be able to get in touch with you, and hopefully here in the Philippines uh, sometime in the near future. I tell well, you maybe what, as the USD no head COVID, coach. If there was no COVID, I would be on a plane tomorrow. <laughs> I'll be honest. I would I would be on a plane tomorrow. I uh I've been home since March. My contract is up in Thailand. You know, borders are closed. Uh I've been on the hunt, you know, for things. But if but if, if there was a way that I could fly to the Philippines tomorrow and do a meet and greet and, and see some things and meet some people uh without a moment's hesitation, I would be on a plane tomorrow. So if you guys can tell me, I check it all the time, the tours of bureaus, you know, when airports, are open, <laughs> I check it daily, you know, Hey, what's going, if, if that was open, I'd be on it tomorrow. And I, and I would go there and I'd love every minute of it. We're going to okay. help you tour USD. What's that? <laughs> We're going to help you tour USD, tour you around the place. I would yeah. Trust me. I'd love, please tell me when the borders open up. I will be on a flight the very next day out of Chicago O'Hare. Coach Chris, 
King is working in USD while I graduated in USD. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll take we'll tour you around USD. I will do it, and the and the, and the first meal's on me, just for having me on. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Right. Thank you so much again, Coach Chris. Good evening okay. in your area. Thanks, and, Coach. Uh, hope to see you. Thank, Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank okay, you, Coach. All righty. Bye bye now. Bye. Bye, Coach. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was Coach Chris DeLeo. Uh, and the, one of the applicants, actually, in um, in the UST coaching, head coach vacancy. So, actually, ang in-apply niya is consultant, active consultant. <laughs> so, what, what's your take with Coach Chris DeLeo? I, I think he has a lot of basketball experience in his body already. Yeah. So, that's that makes it you know parang one of the how can i say it one of the favorites also if if we take into consideration the ex- experience wise well i think he brings a lot of experience from a coaching standpoint uh, 30 years of basketball experience being you know like what i mentioned earlier the sixth uh, highest um winning percentage in cba alongside phil jackson mm-hmm. and all these uh, other nba coaches and uh, but but I feel that he's going to be in tough competition in in getting that uh, job for for USD. I mean, uh, locally we've got really good coaches, and I I've got firm belief in our Philippine coaches uh, around here. There's there's just a, a a slew of talents that we have that we can plug in there and help USD. And of course, you've got. Uh, Sean Chambers also is applying oh, for yeah. that that position. So that's, he's he's been he's a he's a foreigner from a from a nationality standpoint, but definitely he's a Filipino by heart, having played here for Alaska and you know being really close with with Coach Tim Cohn. I think that brings a different kind of dynamic in terms of the challenge on who's going to get that USD coaching job. But it is going to be pretty interesting how how things pan out for for USD. Um, uh, that that vacancy has really opened up a lot of opportunities for some coaches who want to get into a school with a winning tradition and you know build them up again back to where they were uh, before. And uh, yeah, it's going. I think it's going to be just to be straightforward about it. Pretty tough for Coach Chris, but we wish him luck. And uh, hopefully, when he gets the job, he 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 holds up to that promise of that first meal when you guys tour him in USD. Yeah. <laughs> no, you'll, you'll join us, yeah. <laughs> and I'll bring him to Jollibee. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know it, it's a good problem for USD. Mm-hmm, right. uh, you know, it's seldom that you see um, a vacancy in head coach in, in your men's basketball that you know uh, a lot of coaches are really. Interesting. Yeah. How about you, Coach Chris? Uh, para sa akin, ano eh, uh, what UST needs now is someone who will really uh, lead them and uh, do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Gawin yung tamang mga bagay and uh, someone who's tough. No? Uh, given the situation that um, players uh, left, no? mm-hmm. uh, they need a tough coach. Uh, depending di babysitter coach ngayon, no? so mm-hmm. uh, si coach Chris, uh, palagay ko his um, dark horse, and nandyan si Sean Chambers, di ba sabi ni coach Mike, and yeah. the other, what's common with the other applicants, is the Eric Del Rosario DNA. Yeah, 
lahat. So, talagang sentimental yung ano. Maski si Sean Chambers, may Arik Del Rosario DNA. Because uh, Arik Del Rosario, the late great Arik Del Rosario, uh, was assistant coach to Alaska in the 90s. So, madalas nga daw dinadala ni Tatay Ari si Sean Chambers pag ano, championship ano games. Diba? Yun yung ano, diba? Four-fifth stretch ng UST. So, Ngayon, uh, may bagong regent na yung IPEA ng UST, Institute of uh, Physical Education and Athletics, si Padre de la Cansancio, OP. Let's see uh, what he can do no? uh, in evaluating the credentials of the applicants. Uh, he's a young priest. Uh, I think he's he's a basketball lover too. Nag-aabot kami niya nung, nung seminarista kami. So medyo, medyo kilakilala ko yan talaga. Mm-hmm. Well, he's an older guy, pero... Ito ko talaga naglalaro din ng basketball. He understands his, his basketball. So, let's see. In the coming days, uh, saan kapupuntahan ng UST coaching uh, application sa Agda? Yes. Actually, I don't want to put you in on the spot for both of you. If you were UST, who would you actually choose to be the head coach? If ever. Masyadong ano eh, no? On the spot, kasi sa, sa totoo, kahit ako, uh, I, I don't think I can make the decision right now kasi there are too many, I think they are too well. My God, so uh, personally, siguro, uh, I would love to have Coach Chris DeLeo. But siguro, more on the consultant side, pero I would want to have a Filipino head coach since makaka-relate sila eh, sa mga sa mga <coughs> sa mga common sa mga college players with coach Chris DeLeo teaching or helping the Filipino right. head coach or suggesting what he can do mm-hmm. feel ko pero i think more on uh, i would want an alumni of USD uh, to 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 be the head coach simply because he knows the ins and outs of the university and then uh, may tutulong na lang sa kanya na other coaches to guide him kasi syempre hindi naman kakayanin ng, ng, ng head coach mag-isa yan eh. so kailangan niya collective effort eh. so yun yun sa akin sa inyo ba coaches? Well ako I'm with you with uh, having coach Chris Daleo as a consultant I, I mean a different perspective on, on the game uh, could, would, could, could do as good and his um, winning uh, approach no he, he's, he's uh, the way that he handles people and his players and the love that his players have shown uh, I think that's going to be a big help for us uh, when we get uh, Chris Daleo as as the uh, as a consultant. But then, as far as doing the head coaching job, um, I, I'm gonna go back to our because I'm I'm from San Beda, no, um, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go back to how we were doing it. I feel that um, anybody who's got that real love for the school is the one that UST needs now, no? Uh, and uh, you are right that it should be maybe somebody who's an alumnus, uh, somebody who's who played for the school before, uh, preferably somebody who won championships for for the team before because that already goes to show you how much he'd value, no? The the the, the tradition and the culture of, of the school of, of UST. So if you ask me now, uh, who I think, uh, having said those qualifications, I, I believe a Chot Tangkin Chen would be uh, one of the one of the 
players that I, I think would be doing good. He's got really good potential um, um, experience from from the uh, from the pro, pro pro league. He's a very passionate player when he was playing. I mean, put him alongside maybe uh, Chris Canton, who also won championships for USD, and you know, try to be that role model to lead by example to these players. That say that that would you know kind of send the message now. Hey guys, andito tayo para manalo ng championships sa UST. It's not because of not just because of your future careers as basketball players. We understand that. We will build that too. But you know, let's take care of the school and everything else will take care of itself. Uh, and yeah, napaka, the, the high side is um, very promising for UST after this uh, difficult situation that you 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 guys have been in. Um, napakalaki ng upside uh, for UST. It's just a matter of finding that right coach that would actually build that culture for for the the you know historic school in the country how about your coach chris um, sinabi ni coach mike no playing with pride for the school and how do you play with pride for the school you play as a student athlete you play mm-hmm. for the name in front no yung scholarship magiging sapat na yung food stamp mm-hmm. magiging sapat na so yun ang essence ng pagiging student athlete. So ang kailangan na coach ng UST sa ngayon is someone who can bring that mindset. Mm-hmm. Na ikaw ay student athlete. Student comes first. Ang scholarship ay mas higit na mas malaki kesa sa anumang uh, pera ang nandiyan sa harapan mo. Dahil yun yung kalakarang nangyayari. That's another story. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, a coach that could also battle against the current trend of having agents in the high school and the college ranks in the in, in the Philippines. So, kailangan isang coach na matatag na labanan yung Agos na yun. At lumangoy laban sa Agos na yun. Na ibalik yung uh, purity ng uh, amateurism sa basketball. And I think... Uh, Coach Chris Daneo, pwedeng consultant, Sean Chambers, or even Alex Compton. Mm-hmm. Alex Compton. Pero yes. yun na, ang maganda dito, isang alumnus na talagang nagmahal sa, sa UST, yeah. nanalo with UST. Marami dyan, right. Chris Cantonos, Shotan Kinsen, multi-title PBA coach. Yung, yung bang nabuhay talaga na ito, ito ako ngayon, nakapagtapos ako sa UST, uh, may diploma ako ng UST na sa tingin ko, mas mag endure yan forever uh, versus any money that can be offered to a player. Kasi uh-huh. di ba? They're just one major injury away. Uh-huh. These kids don't realize that. No? Yes, just one injury away from ruining their lives and the biggest callback that they can have is their diploma. We need for the UST men's basketball coach is someone who can bring that mindset to his mm-hmm. kids. Yeah, and to your, to your point, I know Coach Chris about Coach uh, Chot Tangkinsen. Uh, you know, he's uh, it's going to be personally from from an um, an MO standpoint. He he's going to have that agenda of you know winning one for UST, and that brings full circle his his uh, existence as a basketball coach a basketball player and eventually to a coach. How beautiful would it be to have him win a championship for UST after this scenario? I mean, that's going to be a very glorious day for Coach Yot. And um, I mean, a lot of a lot of promise as well for, for the UST players because, you know, he's also got connections with uh, 
uh, San Miguel and that could be you know a career path for these uh, young guns who would you know hopefully would bring that title back to uh, UST. I see. So uh, that goes with our UST head coaching vacancy. We'd like also to say thank you, Coach Chris DeLeo. I know it's yeah. late in the evening in U.S. Yet he accommodated our, you know, request to, you know, to interview him. And uh, he just messaged us right now. On, uh, you know, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, that you know, actually, we we no one. I haven't heard about Coach Chris DeLeo ever since, you know, he, 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 the news broke out that he is applying for the coaching mm-hmm. vacancy. So this is something new for me to, to hear from his, uh, from himself, how he will, you know, uh, how will, how, what is his goal? How will mm-hmm. he implement this strategy? If ever he gets that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that vacancy or that job. Mm-hmm. So, Kanina, we were talking about it before Coach Chris, you know, entered the fray. Kanina, hirapan nga ako eh. Coach Chris, kaya Coach Chris King ang tao. Oo nga. Player niya pala si Chris King. Yung ilo sa Ginebra. Oo nga. 1990 pa yun. <laughs> Oo, grabe. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll continue. So, We'll continue with the NBA playoffs. So, kanina, di ba, sinasabi natin na will this have the same result if it's, you know, mm-hmm. if it's in the normal setting? Now, uh, we answered that already. So, after the 14 playoff series, who can you say is the surprise team for you? Um, Me, definitely, it's Miami Heat. Um. Well, one of the things that we're talking about the East now is because, uh, well, if, if Boston was in it, definitely pe- people will be talking about it. Uh, they were hoping that uh, Yanis would be enough to bring his team into the Eastern Conference Finals. But, you know, they met this Miami team that I feel see, see Jimmy Butler kasi is, is a key factor. No? You, can, you can say uh, other players as well are in there, but I think it's the acquisition of Jimmy Butler. And uh, parang na-empower kasi si Jimmy Butler, you know? He was given that free free uh, hand at, you know, how to to parang kind of lead these this young guns, yung mga batang players ng, ng Miami, and including the veterans as well. Um, you would say that the most passionate player on the floor could be... Um, uh, Jimmy Butler, but off on the bench he's not because there's Sidonis Haslam, who's really you know pushing pushing everyone and mas lalo na yung yung combination of the defense. This is this is something that I've been harping about uh, the Miami Heat. We know already mm-hmm. Pat Riley has a very um, good culture when it comes to conditioning. No, it's well, well talked about, well documented. You've got players na opting out because of the sobrang hirap ng, ng conditioning ng ano. Ng, ng Miami, but uh, the way that this team is being built now by uh, Coach Pat Riley and together with, with Coach Poe has really brought about a different kind of uh, confidence, if you may say. And yung, yung getting the defensive specialist in Jay Crowder, um, well, uh, Iggy, you know, Andre Igodala, I, I felt that was a scary sight in game one when um, it was the I think final seconds of of the game of of that a game one close game with uh, with Boston, uh, Miami was on defense. There was a timeout as as Jimmy Butler was on his way back to the court. He was talking to Andre Iguodala with his jersey covering his mouth. 
I presume would be talking about defense. So, gaano ka nakakatakot 'yun, no? The, the prospect of Andre Iguodala who's guarded almost every best player on any team, you know, transferring that knowledge to Jimmy Butler and he's got this free hand of teaching this as well and be that role model para sa mga ibang players na Miami. Grabe, sobrang nakakatakot and nagre-respond yung mga players ng Miami. So, I'd say definitely it's Miami. Well, outside of Denver, who's who's done that three-one uh, fabulous thing, but really the surprise <laughs> to me would be Miami. How about you, Coach Chris? Same with Coach Mike, no? Uh, ano lang side, uh, ano lang no? Player paring pala si Udonis Haslem, no? Kala ko assistant coach ne. Ano pa niya? Player paring ano? Pero yung speaking of uh, mentoring, di ba? Nandun si Udonis Haslem, no? at uh, championship runs with Miami siya yung pinakamaraming rings mm-hmm. sa roster nila no uh, what a way to mentor players ako ako fan ako ng mentoring eh, diba yung mm-hmm. kahit hindi ka na naglalaro nandoon ka lang sa bench you're being a good uh, example to everyone uh, you're you're being a positive teammate to everyone yung yung eksena nga na yun very touching yung eh Andre Gudala tsaka kay kay ano <laughs> diba? Jimmy Butler talaga seryoso no sila kaseryoso no sila talaga ayon the price and din niya sinabi ni Jimmy Butler diba I, I won't bring my family members here this mm-hmm. is business this mm-hmm. is business mm-hmm. so ganun yung ano sa kanya no nung hayong halaga ng ginagawa niya na parang ano diba yung sinasabi ko sa mga sadyante ko pag nandito kayo sa classroom wala kayong ibang isipin kundi mag-aral 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 dahil ako bilang guru nyo nandito ako sa eskwelahan para magturo magturo mm-hmm. si Jimmy Butler gano'n nandito ako sa bubble sasama yung pamilya ko mm-hmm. on business I want to win right. and yun nga nabigyan siya ng free hand no? to be uh, reinvented no? uh, ito na yung ano bagong Jimmy Butler medyo villainous pero dahil effective. Yeah, the last time. business pa nga siya eh. Oo, oh, may coffee business pa. <laughs> Oo, oh, meron ka nagnegosyo. Ang mabigat niyan, he's barely, he's, he's one year, he's, this is his first year in Miami, if I believe, di ba? And the last time yung Miami got into the playoffs was during the time of LeBron. Now, it's yes. only now. Yes. Tapos, they have an opportunity to bring him directly dun sa, sa, sa finals. Grabe. Yeah. Ano yan? Perang malaking naghihintay yan pag nag-champion sila. Right. Malaking bonus yan. Right. <laughs> which, sa inyo naman, which, sa player na after this 14 playoff series uh, that, you know, disappointed you and surprised you? Um, surprised, I think, uh, would be uh, Jamal Murray. Um, oh, yeah. Especially with that really comeback, that. Yung, yung 3-1 comeback. And uh, actually, it's Jamal Murray and uh, Nikola Jokic. Um, th- these two have really broken out. On, it's a breakthrough uh, season for them. Though, it's, it's again, it's the bubble. But we've seen them play in, in a more difficult environment. Pero nag-tribes talaga sila sa ganung ano eh. And... You know, yung wildcat mentality ni Jamal Murray is very evident. Even in his college days, that archer move is nandun na talaga. Alam mong may swag siya. And I like yung mm-hmm. ano niya, yung how he leads the team. And uh, in one of the interviews of, of Coach Mike Malone, he says that, you know, when um, every time he'd have that conversation with, with Jamal Murray, and uh, he would tell uh, Jamal Murray that... Uh, when when Jamal asked him how to be that that the player 
uh, what does he need to improve? And uh, Coach Mike Malone, without batting an eyelid, said, you're very inconsistent. Uh, good players are inconsistent, meaning they, they could be good in one game, bad on another. But the elite ones are really bring it every night and give that, that production. So uh, I think that's one thing that worked for Jamal Murray, having that right coach and yung mentality pa niya as, you know, having played for Kentucky and also for this, this new breed of coaches in, Mike, in Coach Mike Malone. Um, ibang klase yung, yung binigay sa kanya. I think that's the, that's, that's the factor of yung coach. Kaya, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised with how Jamal Murray has, has responded. Nakita mo naman yung parang mala Michael Jordan yung move uh, yesterday. <laughs> Grabe. Everybody was tweeting about it. Sobra. Yeah. yeah. Everything but the win. <laughs> Everything but the win. But, yeah. but, you know, LeBron James happened on the defense. So, uh, yes. we'll see how that, how that turns out. Uh, disappointing. I'd say um Yanis atento kumpo. Um although I feel na hindi siya masyadong well supported, no. Uh medyo kulang yung supporting cast niya eh, in fairness to him. But uh the way the expectations have built up uh, to fall short, at least makaabot man lang sana ng Eastern Conference Finals, no. Uh, to be falling short in the second round, medyo sayang. Now, sa na, Defensive Player of the Year pa siya, tapos back-to-back sure. MVP. No? So, yeah. Mamaya what... meron akong tatanong sa inyo na medyo related dyan kay... Ano, Sige. Basta, Sige. Basta mamaya exciting. Uh, Coach Chris, sa inyo naman, uh, the, the, the player that surprised you or the, and the player that disappointed you in the playoffs? Muna yung nag-disappoint muna, no? Uh, player and team, no? Player, Paul George. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Diba? Pandemic wow. P is really feeling the pandemic. Yeah. Okay? Kasi They were the first pandemic. casualty. Yes. <laughs> pandemic mode, diba, Coach Mike, na parang may COVID si, ano eh, si Paul <laughs> George maglaro, diba? Yeah. Tapos, isa pa, um, bukod dun, Danny Green. Diba? Danny oh, Green. Diba, mayroon pa nga mga memes na kumakalat kung siya nga raw ang uh, bumaril kay Tupac Shakur. Madam, buhay pa. pa si Tupac Shakur <laughs> dahil it miss. Diba? Uh-huh. Ano ba nangyayari dito kay Danny Green? Diba? Mm-hmm. One of the best sharp shooters. Tapos ngayon, wala. Throwing bricks. Then, uh, biggest surprise. Sabi ko nga kanina, nung opening natin, Tyler Hero. Diba? Pag pinapanood ko, sabi ko, sana ganyan ako nung 20 years old ako. <laughs> Now, in social media, there were different, you know, uh, memes or may mga opinions on different scenarios. Do you believe that Nikola Jokic is, you know, a top five center in the league already? 
Um, if if we're considering his his vision and yung passing niya, uh, I'd say yes, no. Uh, but he's he still got more to to learn, no. Uh, I think defensively that's where he's become a liability. Offensively, without a doubt, him being on the elbow and minsan nga nakikita mo siya pa yung nagbababa ng bola eh, di ba? Uh, from the backcourt instead na siya maglaba siya yung nagbababa, no? Either from from uh from a make or a miss rebound, mm-hmm. siya yung nagbababa eh. And pag binababa niya yung bola, naalala ko si Ramon Fernandez, eh, di ba? Si Ramon Fernandez during that time yung you know, yung oh, yeah. center. Oh, di ba? Yung kaliwat kanan. So, I think he is. Uh, but, you know, there are other challenges as well. Uh, you've also got si Bam Adebayo who's also, you know, coming to force uh, with, with, with the way he's been performing. Uh, but, you know, in terms of, of skill set offensively, uh, maybe a little more on the defensive end, I, I'd say it's Jokic is uh, one of the best big guys that we have. Um, sobrang uh, surprising din siya uh, with the way he's uh, built his uh, performance uh, this year. Coach Chris? Siguro talent-wise, skill set-wise, he's in the top five. No? Pero yun nga, one thing that he should work uh, out is his ano, work ethic. No, yung lumalabas na picture niya ng bata siya, yung may man boob siya. So, siguro, ano, uh, parang yun nga, eh, sabi ko, parang nakikita ko sarili ko dito. <laughs> so, kung, nakita, kung nakita ko yun, sabi ko, parang minsan sa galaw ni Nikola Jokic, parang, parang lumalabas yun. Lumalabas yung bata na yun. Yeah. Diba, parang, parang sloppy, slouchy, di ba? Siguro, mm. pag nag-off-season, siguro isang ano niya, mag-hire siya ng, ano, diba, ng conditioning coach na talagang magpapatoon ng katawan niya. Like, si Giannis Antetikumpo, di ba? Pumasok yan, patpatin. Di ba? Para siyang ano, nangangalabit sa EDSA na bata, di ba? Ganong payat na bata. Pero, tinan mo naman, in about three to four years, di ba? Parang talagang nag-transform yung katawan niya. So si Nikola Jokic, kung ilalagay mo yung katawan ni Yagi sa kanya, he will be a dangerous uh, player in the years to come. Lagay mo yung masel-masel na gano'n, mm-hmm. eh, talagang kakatakutan niya. Ang ano lang doon is paano magre-respond yung, yung katawan niya kasi Yun. well, galing siya sa mataba siya eh. So oh, may mga players kami before na galing sa mataba na kahit na naging lean na, ganun pa rin yung galaw eh. <laughs> Because yun na yung kinalakihan mo eh, di ba? Parang yung naging nurture mo eh. Oh, oh. So even yung how he, you know, that that first step and that side-to-side movement, he has to build that also from a skill set, not just yung conditioning. So we'll see. Yeah. Pero ano, yung parang ano, Shaquille O'Neal, ano, na mag-hire siya na parang ano. Uh-huh, yeah, so yeah. parang makuha niya yung, ano, yung galaw ni Shaq na power moves, di ba? Mm. Oh, oh. Now, do you believe that the Golden State Warriors still has this championship window open? I 100% definitely agree. I'm a, an avid Golden State fan. Uh, I love I love Steve Kerr and I love Brad Stevens. Um, I think the culture na binil ni, ni Steve Kerr don is, you know, nakikita mo eh. Um, even in a losing season, they could have lost much worse considering na wala yung mga top players na yan. The only one that was left there was was Draymond Green and he was joined by Andrew Wiggins, no? Uh, yeah. But but still, nakikita mo in their games, winnable yung mga, yung mga losses nila eh. So, and yung the way kung paano dinidevelop nila 
nila Golden State yung mga young players nila it's uh, it's really amazing it's uh it's fantastic to see these these young guns Eric Pascal for one na oh, yes. promise was Revelation. oh yeah he, he's a, a a a bulkier and a stronger Draymond Green and he's lived up to that expectation and he, I think he he's part of the uh, uh, rookie team, first rookie team, no. So or or at the top five or top ten rookies uh, of this batch, and makikita mo talaga yung development. Eh. Although very interesting, what's going to happen next? Uh, especially with them, I think picking number two, ba? I think they're the yes, second pick, two, eh, ba? So very interesting, yah. You got a lot of prospects coming in from ano from uh, the draft. And uh, ano bang gagawin nila sa draft na yun? Will they use that to lure in another big uh, name? Uh, maybe Yanis, maybe, or someone else. I don't know. But, you know, that's just how Golden State has been. It's a winning uh, culture and their uh, yung consistency, I believe, because of yung the leadership and the style of uh, Steve Kerr has really uh, parang transcended and uh, got into the... Um, veins of the, the the players. How about you, Coach Chris? Oh, I can compare it to the hibernation of a cobra. Shadung uh, <laughs> dangerous ngayon, no? Oh. Shed na ng skin. Pag lumitaw na yung bagong skin in the form of new players. Diba? Yeah. Surprise packages after mm-hmm. this season and after the draft. Definitely, after the draft, may surprise yan. Hawak mm-hmm. yes. na number two, no? So, ang isang cobra nag-shed ng skin at meron tinubuan ng bagong skin at lumabas sa hibernation, mas mapamandag yan. And yeah. I believe uh, that's how the Golden State Warriors are right now. They're more lethal after this. So, ang, ang ano kasi dyan dito, you know, parang si Steph and then si Clay Mm-hmm. medyo pagod na dahil mm-hmm. with the continuous ano eh tapos ngayong taon biglang nagkaroon sila ng pahinga sobrang mm-hmm. pahinga then, nakakuha sila ng young talent in Wiggins and knowing Steve Kerr that you know he can develop uh, an, a, a, a player ma, ma, makukuha niya yung potential ni marirealize ni Wiggins yung potential niya mm-hmm. once he plays along with Curry and Thomas ay Thompson uh, I think this will be a scary team. Plus, ang bonus pa dyan, nagkaroon pa ng number two pick sila. Mm-hmm. So, I, I just don't know kung anong gagamitin nila sa number two. Is it a rookie mm-hmm. or trade up with another player? Mm-hmm. Pero, I think, you know, parang pinaubaya lang muna ng Golden State itong season na to. And next season, in the next three years, I believe, will be, you know, a scary sight for the league to see. Oh, yeah. Uh, once, you know, uh, Steph, Clay, uh, you know, are, and Wiggins, siguro si Draymond medyo pababa na laro niya, uh, you know, will be playing in their full potential. Diba? And the possibility of getting Lamelo Ball. Gra- yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Grabe. Parang pang ready pag magre-retire na si si Steph. Ano, si Steph, di ba? Uh-huh. So, yun yung mga ano. Eto, so before we... Ay, one more question. Yes or no? Is LeBron James still the best player in the league? Coach Mike. 
I think yes. No, I think he is. Pero nakikita mo na medyo bumababa na yung performance niya. I guess that comes with age. But the mm-hmm. things that he've done, he's done uh, like yung defense niya kay Jamal Murray yesterday. Oh, it yes. shows na maaring hindi sa points pero defensively uh, nagko-contribute pa rin siya. And you know, you have to admire na he gave up the limelight for, you know, AD to shine unlike nung uh, time ni Kobe where and and Dwight Howard now obviously knowing the mamba mentality of Kobe Bryant he's not going to give up that 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 position of being the alpha dog diba but mm-hmm. in here you have to admire in fairness to LeBron that he gave up that spot knowing that you know AD it's your turn parang you know parang supporting cast che kay AD diba yes kaya nothing but respect for LeBron James like like what i said earlier uh, i i don't like him as a player but i believe he's a top one of the best players in the game mm-hmm. and of course like what coach mike said uh you know yung parang nag-give way siya in a way kay kay ad shows what type of player or kung gaano kagaling talaga uh uh maturity wise mm-hmm. si lebron james mm-hmm. coach chris pero yun tama din sinabi ni coach mike no uh, lumalabas na yung ano yung konting age factor and uh, siguro ang magandang gawin ni LeBron James to yung transition of mentoring again. Ako fan talaga ako ng good uh, mentoring. Na uh, nandiyan na si AD uh, in the next two years uh, pass the torch to AD. Let LA Lakers be the team of AD. Mas lalo siyang hahangaan ng tao pag pag ginawa niya yung ano na yun no? yung mentoring na yun yung slowly passing on the torch para talagang magkaroon ng magandang winning uh, tradition to mm-hmm. so, para si Karim Abdul-Jabbar diba? balik tayo doon sa dating Lakers nagpaubaya siya kay Magic doon sa isang season diba? sabi ni Pat Riley it's gonna be your team mm-hmm. uh, ni Magic alam na ni Karim do yes alam niya nagpaubaya na may license na, na, na gawin mo na yung gusto mo this is your team now I think that's yeah. the no, diba? last championship of the Lakers in the, the 80s that's the oh. documentary eh Inabit ko kasi si Kwame Brown na yung center ng Lakers. Nagpakabata <laughs> 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 pa <laughs> Okay, eto. Before we end the, the episode, um, we'll give you... Eto yung uso sa mga social media ngayon eh. We, I'll be giving you three names. Mm-hmm. You choose play one, you bench one, you cut one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, total, mga coaches kayo eh. So, medyo hard decision to para sa inyo. <laughs> First options, Shaq, Hakim, Duncan. Play one, bench one, cut one. Coach Mike. <laughs> wow, ang hirap niya. <laughs> ang hirap niyan. I mean, Shaquille O'Neal, you can't take away the fact na he's been the 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 purely dominant force inside no yes. but if if we're looking at the way the game is being played now no mm-hmm. with the way that the game is being played now i think i'd keep shack because there is no one <laughs> the big that can go up against him i mean if now now i mean you put yes, in a shack yes. in there wala nang ibang pumoposting <laughs> diba wala nang ibang pumoposte diba parang it's it's pure advantage to anyone i mean who's going to stop him 
Wala. <laughs> no, not even not even AD. AD doesn't have a really good post-up defense, no? So, yeah. I'm gonna keep Shaq. And, uh, what's the other one? Uh, to, to play, to bench. Play, bench, and cut. And cut. <sighs> I'd say, um, I'd bench Akim Olajuwon and cut, uh, Duncan. Duncan. Um, yes. I know this is uh, a very difficult situation, <laughs> but you know, just considering the the amount of uh, skill set and movement, I be, I guess because uh, Tim Duncan is always to be going to be the big fundamental. No, um, he, he's uh, the way that he played the game is very simple. No, but in terms of if I'm if I'm the owner of the team. Uh, and I want to bring in more revenue, no? Uh, somebody who's flashier and you know, a really good skill set that can uh, play against Shaq. <laughs> if I keep him, I think I'll 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 just bench muna si Olajuwon and uh, cut um, Tim Duncan against my better judgment. <laughs> yes. Coach Chris, ikaw. <laughs> oh, ano, I'll play Hakim Olajuwon. Mm-hmm. Sentimental ako dyan eh. Yung, yung ano talagang yung inside moves niya, no? Uh, finesse. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna bench Shaq. Kailangan ko pa rin si Shaq. Uh, uh-huh. Yung strong presence in the middle. Then, gonna cut him down. Kasi nga, the way the game is being played now, no? Yung mid-range na wala eh. Nawala ngayon yung mid-range puro outside, no? Ang mm-hmm. mag-dominate talaga sa ano ngayon, sa game ngayon, na center palagay ko yung mode ni Hakim tsaka ni Shaq. Sabi nga ni Shaq, diba, I'm gonna average 60 points if I, I played in this era. Yeah. So, Crap. Yes. Ano, talagang walang makakatapat dun. Pero yun nga, yung, sa tingin ko kasi ano eh, why is there si ano? Hakim mo lang yung Tsaka nakakatakot si Shaq, mm. even if you're using dribble drive, he's coming off that uh, weak side, ano, short corner. <laughs> Grabe, nakakatakot siya. <laughs> Hindi mo pwedeng iwanan yun eh. Psychologically. Atabi ka na lang dun eh. Yeah, yeah. Ito, let's, ito, unahin natin si Coach Chris naman. Ito yung kanya, si Yanis, Scotty Pippen, or KD. Yan. <laughs> ano ako? Uh, I'm gonna play KD. Diba, ano yan, talagang... Uh, two-way player no? instant offense walking bucket tapos uh, may depensa din then Scotty Pippen uh, napatunayan na kasi natin talaga na ano eh is uh, not uh, really an alpha dog uh, talagang nanalo nung talaga siya nung nanon si Michael Jordan nung nanon siya sa Portland mm-hmm. hindi siya nag-live up to sa expectation na yun eh yes. then Janis, siguro maski two-time MVP the the playoffs is different from the regular season. Yeah. Ang ganda 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 Oh, kasi oh, yun ang nag-mentor niya dun sa, ano, sa Golden State eh. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Coach Mike, ikaw. 
<laughs> ako, uh, pareho rin ako kay Coach Chris. I'm gonna cut uh, Yanis simply because I feel right now parang hype lang yan. No? It's just media yes. that's hyping him up. Uh, without that ring, wala. Uh, I feel he has to prove himself. Um, I'm going to play KD uh, again because there's just nobody that can match up with him. Uh, a difficult cover. Uh, short range, medium range, offense, defense. Uh, nag-grow kasi siya na sa Golden State, masalang defensively. And I'm on a bench si um, Scottie Pippen. I'd still keep him, pero naka-bench naka lang siya. Primarily because of the experience. And uh, hey, tama si, si Coach Chris that, you know, he had that opportunity to be the the alpha dog. But, you know, it, it didn't turn out well. Uh, but he did carry respective, uh, ano, uh, respectfully rin naman si Chicago during that time na wala si ano si si Michael Jordan so medyo yes. short lang naging short lang yung ano yung journey na yun para kay Scotty okay kay coach Mike naman tayo ulit una ito shooters mm-hmm. Ray Allen Reggie Miller Clay Thompson ang hirap di ba I'm gonna keep I'm gonna play Clay Thompson um, because he's very dangerous off curls, no dribbles, one dribble, dribble escape, or one dribble, dribble escape. Um, very dangerous si ano eh. At saka, I, I feel na very textbook yung the way that he rises for his shot yung the balance the follow through no I like that I'm gonna wow ang hirap nitong dalawang to <laughs> ang hirap eh no oo oh, diba <laughs> yeah again by virtue of championships I'm I, I'm gonna go with Ray Allen um, almost <laughs> rin si ano eh si si Miller but you know, it again. It's against my better judgment. I'd keep everyone, <laughs> but I'm left no choice but to to cut Siana si uh, Miller. Okay, Coach Chris. Pero kami ni Coach Mike, no si Clay yung ipeplay ko. Si talagang ano eh? Ngayon one stop, one pop, di ba? Kaya kahit nakapikit yung ano di ba muscle memory. Mr. Yes. Muscle Memory kahit nakapikit kahit saan mm-hmm. then nagtatalo lang talaga dun sa ano diba talagang nga, by virtue of championships din by Allen kasi parang feeling ko nauna yung forma nung Reggie Miller although siya yung record holder before Ray Allen broke it diba mm-hmm. pero ang tanong champion ka ba yes champion ka ba diba yun yung dalawang Ito. basis pa Next, second to the last. Coach Chris naman tayo. Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Steph Curry. <laughs> Kahit ako kanina, sinusubukan ko. Hirap na hirap ako. Ano uunahin ko dito? Sige, <laughs> oh. ano tayo? Uh, para sa akin, ganda play, ano? Jason Kidd. <laughs> Uh, para sa akin kung titingnan mo eh uh, sabihin ko na I'm gonna play Jason Kidd I'm gonna bench Steve Nash and I'm gonna cut Steph sorry sa Golden State Warriors uh, nabuhay tayo nung ano eh 90s and what nakita ko kasi yung dalawa na to actually sila naman tatlo no uh, pero itong dalawa na to franchise difference maker na sila lang 
yung nalipat si Jason Kidd sa ano di ba sa New Jersey nag-iba yung takbo di ba na yes ang laki ng ano yung difference nung nandoon siya sa Phoenix nag-swap si Marbury yung nilipat doon sa Phoenix bumaba yung laro ng Phoenix tapos sinumabot sila ng finals dalawang beses Steve Nash ganun din uh, nung pumunta siya ng Phoenix for the second time noong mid 2000s Uh, naging contender kaya yung talagang hindi lang talaga ano yung sistema ni coach Mike D'Antoni no mm-hmm. talagang hindi na talaga hindi successful sa sa playoffs uh, meron siyang chance noong 2006 di ba yung final siya ni ano na suspend si ano di ba si si Amaro Amaro di ba sayang yung mm-hmm. chance tayo pero mm-hmm. it was a very wise move by the uh, San Antonio Spurs players. Will Smith, Peste, Will oh, Smith, si Robert Curry. Robert Curry, magkamukha kasi, no? <laughs> so, yun. Pero next step kasi, it's also a franchise uh, uh, dito, defining player ka. So, yun nga, ang bagal na yung naging process hindi kagad nagkaroon ng impact. So, dun sa dalawa, nagkaroon kagad ng impact. Paglipat nila, instant contender yung kanilang mga, ano, mga nalipat. Siguro, yung kay Steph naman, I think he, he, he was lucky that, you know, he had Clay Thompson and, and, uh, uh, Steve Kerr. Pero, siguro sa akin, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna play Steve Nash, bench Steph Curry, cut Jason Kidd. Uh, simply because siguro binabase ko sa laro ngayon. And Jason Kidd doesn't have, you know, a shooting, consistent shooting, which will be somehow parang mahihirapan yung team if ngayon, ngayon yung, yung game, how the game is played today, parang mahihirapan yung team niya to succeed if, if your guard cannot sh- consistently shoot the lights out. Yun yung tingin ko. Uh, Coach Mike, ito, maganda yung ano nito din eh. <laughs> Oo, siguro if if it's if it's immature, it's a, if it's the Steph Curry now, I'm gonna pick Steph Curry. I'm gonna have him play. Um uh, because um not just for his contributions on the floor but off the floor. Out uh you know, the culture that he builds, the willingness to surrender the limelight and to keep everybody involved, uh the mm-hmm. culture of of team uh, I'd have to pick Steph well aside of course from his percentages uh, I think masalang yung learnings niya through all the years uh, with uh, with his path a journey in, in the NBA I'm gonna yes. bench Steve Nash and cut Jason Kidd um, bench Steve Nash because um, a feeling ko he doesn't have that the way that Steph creates his three point shots no maganda yung ano yung, yung three point percentage din ni ano eh, ni, ni Steve Nash eh. pero the way that Steph creates that shot off the dribble behind the back crossover in and out uh over two defenders uh, backing down uh backing away uh, going down court 40 feet away titira ka ng game winner na, na three points uh, i don't think Steve Nash is gonna do that And uh, kaya pipiliin ko si ano si Steph Curry over Steve and cut si Jason Kidd. Okay, ito final before we wrap things up. Alam niyo naman, sige. <laughs> Coach Mike naman kasi alternate ko. LeBron, Kobe, MJ. 
All-time uh, best. <laughs> um, I'd say MJ. I'll keep MJ uh, because he's consistent um, all throughout, no? Uh, barring yung mga yung injuries niya and him leaving uh, the NBA for baseball, I think he's he's consistent and he's the guy during that time, no? Uh, magugulat ka if, if back then magugulat ka pag hindi si Michael Jordan yung nag game winner, pag hindi siya yung magugulat ka, eh, de ba? Um, uh, Kobe Bryant, I'd, I'd bench him because I feel there's there's two Kobe's, eh. uh, the, the number eight and number twenty four, and I feel the twenty four became more mature. Uh, that's when he accepted na you know he needs others to win. Um, but yung number eight niya kasi parang, you know, you know that swag, pero parang sobra yung swag na yun. And you can see that in the, in the slam dunk competition, no? how he carried himself. Well, primarily because he was young, no? Uh, mm-hmm. that time. Um, so I'll, I'll bench him and then I'll cut si Lebron. Uh, again, against my better judgment. Uh, because I feel these two are the competitors that everyone's been emulating. Um, LeBron is really more parang to me uh, a Magic Johnson and uh, Scottie Pippen type of, of player. Now more of facilitating, eh, facilitating. Unlike si si MJ, he never was told to be a facilitator. Eh. So si Kobe rin, hindi naman siya facilitator. And I feel kaya hindi naman naging facilitator yung dalawa is because of the offense that they played. They played the triangle offense. There's there's no need for a point guard. Kaya kung makikita mo yung mga identical moves nila, di ba? Na, na video na lumalabas. Talagang identical yon kasi same yung offense eh, and same yung movement. The foots, the footwork is the same. The the moves are the same. Uh, na transfer lang uh, to to Kobe Bryant. Uh, wala namang ibang galaw doon kundi yung pa rin. So I, I guess that's the difference of LeBron James kasi facilitating siya more on facilitating. Uh, Coach Chris Si Michael Jordan, talagang wala, wala, pound for pound, uh, he will really take over. Uh, unusual, sabi nga ni Coach White na hindi siya yung titira ng last shot to win. Tsaka yung ano yung last shot niya, hindi yung tie game, ah, lamang yung malaban. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ni, ni Michael Jordan. Then, yeah, with Kobe Bryant, Hmm. Lagi ko tatandaan dyan yung ano eh, yung sinabi ng memorial ni Kobe Barrett, lahat kinopya niya kay Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. So, parang it's as if uh, Jordan was uh, in in the body, the soul of Jordan was in the body of... Yung naging template eh, no? Oo, yung naging template eh. Parang avatar, di ba? Uh-huh. Parang avatar, di ba? Nandun ang nasa loob nung, nung katawan. Uh-huh si Michael Jordan pero yung yung physical si Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> Tapos si LeBron James ano eh he's great pero yun nga more of ano nga talaga eh yung parang he needs others to win. Oo hindi 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 nagbubuhat pero uh, kailangan ng ano eh kailangan ng suporta. Yung dalawa na to hmm. kailangan din naman ng suporta may tamang suporta pero yun nga they're the top dog. Okay. Yeah, tsaka kasi nung ano siya nung nung bata pa siya si Le- sorry sorry a a kick go, 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 go ahead coach Mike yung kay, kay LeBron kasi nasanay din kasi siya even during his high school days na 
you know, all-star yung mga supporting cast niya eh. So, masanay siya ng ganun eh. Kaya I feel, uh, I could be wrong, but I feel that when he got to the Cavs, it's credit to him dahil sobrang hina nung team na yon dinala niya sa, sa finals, di ba? Pero doon niya na-realize na kailangan talaga niya ng all-star level na, na support. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sa, sa akin naman, I would choose, yeah, well, play MJ. Uh, I still consider him as the best. Now, since I have MJ already, I'll just bench LeBron. And uh, ikakat ko si Kobe kasi parang feel ko naman. I, I, have, I, have, I have MJ already so I don't need a, you know, a copy, yung parang copycat. I, with, copycat in a good way, okay? Uh-huh, yeah. uh, duplicate. A duplicate in him. Uh-huh. So I'll just get LeBron para just in case na, okay, sa <laughs> si Lebron uh-huh. mapasok ko. Different uh-huh. type. Kasi, for example, if the defense knows, ah, pareho lang yan, yan oh, so they won't adjust the defense lang. Yeah. So, probably as much I don't want to do this, I'll cut Kobe, uh, bench Lebron, play MJ. Ang bigat yun. Ang bigat nga eh. You have any other final message or you have uh, someone to greet before we close our program? Coach well, Mike, come on. Well, for me, I just want to thank uh, Kiko and Extra Sessions for uh, having us over. It's it's uh, been a pleasure. Ganda ng kwentuhan natin. And uh, it's it's always nice to share something about uh, the game of basketball. And I'd like to take this opportunity, Kiko, to uh, to invite everyone to, to view our podcast as well. It's Bounce at Bounce Pass PH. We are live every Friday at, at 8 p.m. together with my co-coaches, uh, Coach James Tolentino, Coach Pawi Casiano, Coach Teddy Polinga. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about basketball. We've got some breakdowns as well, uh, coaches, players, what have you. Anything that's basketball, uh, we talk about it. And uh, kudos to you and uh, to your podcast. Who's uh, I'm really very impressed with your guests that you get. <laughs> that you get. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it brings a different uh, perspective to to your viewers and your followers. So. Uh, congratulations for a very good uh, show and uh, sana hindi ka rin manawa sa pag-guest sa amin sa, sa Bounce Pass. Oo naman. Anytime. Basta tayo, no? Triangulo nga tayo. Uh, <laughs> Triangulo. Abangan nyo. Sa susunod, nabangan nyo. Triangulo. Coach Chris. <laughs> Unang-una, salamat uh, kapatid na Rico no? dito sa panipit ka sa akin ni Coach Mike extra session no? we're very honored why kasi ito podcast na to ang laging nauuna sa mga big time guests oo nga <laughs> kaya nagugulat ako <laughs> siguro minsan naisip ko pagkatapos ito episode nito kukunin na kami ni Coach Mike doon sa ibang podcast actually mga nanonood raw nga ngayon nagulat kung paano rin tayo nakuha <laughs> oo so yun baka mamaya may ma-receive akong tawag sasabihin Coach Chris baka pwede ka naman mag- oo <laughs> Dito nyo lang una nakikita sa extra session. Oh, baka mamaya. Oh, baka mamaya nasa NBL ka na rin. Di ba? Ikaw yung guest naman ni Kiko. Oo. Oh, ito. Ano lang. Maraming salamat doon sa nanonood na zumasampalataya. No? Uh, it's a different uh, type of a podcast. Ministry yan. No? Uh, mm-hmm. Para ma-inspire yung ating mga kababayan. Sa panahon ng pandemya, wala tayong ibang uh, pwedeng gawin kundi bigyan ng inspirasyon yung mga kapwa-tao natin. Bigyan natin sila ng positive vibes. No? Uh, tsaka, yun yung message ko. Uh, doon sa mga ano, ikaw, nagiging advocacy ko na to. Uh, for the student athletes, student camps first, maging sapat na sana ang diploma. Dahil yan ang dadalhin nyo 
hanggang sa tumanda kayo, yan ang maipapamaan na ninyo hanggang doon sa mga susunod na henerasyon nyo. Pero maubos yan. Kakasilaw siya, pero maubos yan. Pero yung diploma, kahit amagin yan, nandito yan, nandito yan. So, yun. Ano ko, yun yung message ko, lalo sa mga student activists. Okay, thank you so much, Coach Chris, Coach Mike. It has been a pleasure. Hopefully, mauuli ito doon sa sinasabi nating triangulo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Parang ninja kids, eh, no? <laughs> so, uh, batingin ko lang lovely wife ko si Leo, mga kids ko, si Kyle, si Kiyo na nag-iingay sa labas ngayon. And then, sa inyong dalawa for helping me out, Coach Mike, of, of course, sa recording then Thank you so much, Coach Chris, for the advices also. Uh, thank you so much. And of course, sa lahat, ay, uh, malapit na rin pala ang NBL uh, bubble playoff. So, abangan din along mm-hmm. with the WNBL draft. Uh, abangan din yan. Uh, kamustahin natin si Miss Rose, pati si Sir Edward also. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you also sa lahat sa lahat ng mga sumusuporta sa ating uh, podcast. Don't forget, sumasampalataya every Sunday and every Friday bounce pass. Then every Monday naman, extra session. So, different days yan. So, marami kayong, hindi kayong mag-ubore. Di ba nga? Mm-hmm. At the start of the week and at the end of the week, meron, kumpleto. Yung in-between, yung in-between, nakita na doon sa ba, ano yun, sa podcast ni Kiko. <laughs> 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 anyway, this has been Kiko Maligdem in behalf of the Gorilla Podcast Syndicate. Games are always exciting if there is extra session. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit our website at www.gorillapodcastsyndicate.com where you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. You can also join the conversation with Gorillas Are We on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please consider on making a donation to help us keep making the podcast you love. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com